Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Food for Thought. I am your host, Joe Robbins, coming to you live from an office in Thornley, New South Wales, Australia. I'm going to speak less monotone as this podcast progresses. <laughs> I don't know how long I'm going to keep it up. But anyway, what's up, people? I uh, Kick it into the first one for the year. I am uh, how many days in? 13 days in before I started. Um, decided to, you know, like <laughs> just take the break. Have a bit of time off. Nobody's really, you know, there's a few people listening, a couple of people catching, in, catching up on old stuff, maybe some new people out there. What up, new people listening to the old stuff? Um, but I've been, uh, you know, kind of getting ready to go, doing a bit of planning, trying to figure out what I'm going to do in 2020. Don't normally, you know, do uh, New Year's resolutions, and I didn't this year uh, because the best New Year's resolution you can ever make is to never make one again. You can keep that. That's a forever one. You can do that next year if you didn't do it this year. Um, but I set goals, so I'm happy. I got some goals. I'm doing some stuff. I got some things. I'm not going to really talk about what those are because uh, I don't know if I really want to talk about them yet. I want to see how I progress with them first. But let's put it this way. I purchased a whiteboard for my house so that I could uh, do whiteboarding work, scribble some Post-it notes, some real bullshit right there, figure some stuff out. Um, but, you know, hey, why not? You know, I, uh, I thought it would uh, help me spur on and put together a bit of schedule to uh, kick into gear. But what has, uh, what has uh, ruffled me feathers lately? What has gotten me thinking? What has made me uh, a little bit itchy on the edges? You know, like uh, what sort of shit am I seeing when I'm like, what the fuck is going on in the world today? Um, and that's every day for me, really. But like what 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 is the fruit on the tree? What What's happening? You know, what am I, what, what have I learned that, uh, has bread prepared me? What can I impart upon the people, you know, the humans and maybe that they, they think is good. You know, what can I pass on, uh, as, as a, as a learning that I've had in my life. And, um, it all started when I was reminded of, um, a story of when I was a kid about, uh, going for a, a long bike ride with some friends and, uh, being thirsty and not having water. Um, but before I get into that, that scenario, that, that thing, you know, I want to, uh, you know, paint the picture, you know, set it up a little bit. And that is to talk about the world of, uh, not specifically Donald Trump, but this whole Iran world war three thing, uh, you know, the Australian bushfires and how we drink from the well. And how we uh, blindly take information in these days. And I've raised this a few times, but I thought an analogy might help, a way of telling a story. So back to the story. I don't know how old I was. I would have been young enough to be riding my bike everywhere, which was most of my teenage years. But it would have been the younger side of it, I reckon. Um, and I would have been less prepared because I knew I was more prepared as I got older with this particular problem. It was about, I think it was, um, I want to say it was 11 to 13 miles between my house and, uh, you know, another town nearby that we would go to. And I think we rode our bike, you know, on that bike path. We had the fortunate um, opportunity to have a bike path connected to everything so we didn't have to ride on the roads. And, you know, we had a bike back there and me and my mates were riding along and we were ill-prepared, uh, short on water. And I'll preface this with the idea that I grew up in the Rocky Mountains and I, uh, you know, I was of a view 
that uh, the water in the mountains, especially out of my tap, was that of equal, if not better, uh, than bottled water because it was Rocky Mountain water from the almost glacial mountains covered in snow year-round. Why else would you drink any other water? And I remember <laughs> when Ebbian water was kind of like introduced into the world and it was on the shelves in the local grocery store and I remember asking the question, like, well, why would we buy water? And, uh, you know, and it was the old uh, trickery of uh, marketing and glacial spring water and all that. I just remember thinking, all right, well, the water out of the tap is amazing. And, uh, and to this day, I still, I mean, I'm back home in a long time, but, you know, to this day, I will still believe that, that it is, you know, easily some of the best water I've ever had in my life. And I still drink out of the tap here in Australia. So there you go. Right. Um, I don't know if that's a lesson in anything, but, uh, the point being that, um, you know, I, I believe that the, the water is, you know, when treated is perfectly good and the water was tasty. Um, but I was always forewarned never to drink water out of the streams. The big fear was giardia, a parasite that gets in your stomach, and I didn't. I thought it probably killed you. I, I had no idea. I just made you very violently sick, and um, so it was. You know, the sort of fear factor in children don't drink out of the streams, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And so on this day, we're riding, and I was dying of. It was a hotter day. And it's very dry where I'm from in the heat. Um, you know, we were kind of passing over these this stream over and over again. It got to the point that I was just desperate desperately dehydrated. I dehydrate quite easily. So I think I knew that I needed some water. And uh, we had this moment where I, I stopped and I was like, I got to drink some water. Like I'm, I'm, I'm dying. I don't think I'll get home, you know, cause I think I was more concerned that I might pass out or something that happened in the past. And so it was one of those moments where I was like, oh fuck, I, I'm going to have to break the rules. I'm going to have to drink from the, the, the poison stream. And, uh, and I was nervous, you know, and me and my buddy, uh, and I think there's only one, maybe two of you, two mates with me. We had a little bit of a conference, a little bit of a meeting about it. And I think the consensus was, is look, drink a little bit, should be fine. Uh, and we'll get home and we'll deal with this problem. And, um, so I, I think, I think I had an empty water bottle. So I filled, uh, you know, filled that up a bit, had a few sips, you know, tentatively. And, um, we went about, you know, the rest of the day, you know, I didn't, didn't die, didn't get sick, but I know as a fact that I was very nervous about what was inside of me for quite some time after that, wondering if I would get sick because I'd gone against the, uh, wishes of my whoever. I don't even think it was just my family. I think it was kind of general knowledge, uh, that you don't drink out of the stream, you know, because there's, you know, potential for getting sick. Um, but it was fairly, fairly fast moving. I don't know. So there's all this, I don't know, whatever, whatever mojo, mumbo jumbo you want to put on it. it it didn't feel completely dangerous but it it was there um, but it then got me thinking you know about this idea of you know <laughs> you have to filter your water right you have to clean it up you know you have to ensure that it is the appropriate water to drink you can't just go around drinking any water you want because you could get sick um and that's a truth that's a thing that's a real thing they've got camping water purifying pumps and all the things you need to survive in the wild because you can't just go around drinking any water um and then i thought about how that is exactly like what the internet is and it's exactly the way at which we process the internet right now we are just wholeheartedly drinking from the poisonous water with zero filter and most people don't even bother to filter anything out they just take whatever's first and and fits their bias or their whatever they're looking for, and they take that in and they consume it. And I guess, for lack of a better description, they get sick. 
And it's a weird thing to think about the internet as a poisonous well. I know it's been an, in the analogy's been put out there, but I don't know if anybody's ever thought about it in the purest form. Yeah, maybe people have. To be honest, I don't even think I'm first to this one. I'm probably way late to this one, but I've got a podcast, and I guess this is the content I've gone with. But like the reality that that's the case that. You know, you can easily just be poisoned day in, day out by, you know, your devices and the the feed that's coming through to you. Your your the way you're hydrating off of that sort of stuff or feeding off that sort of stuff is 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 potential for a massive poisoning. And it's a scary thought to think about because if you're unknowingly, you know, there's no one saying, Hey, be careful, you know, with the with your news feeds, right? Specifically. I mean, people say these things now. But I would say that it's a minority of people that say it, and then there's even a minority of that minority that will actually filter it all out, you know, and actually deal with the filtration process and multi-source things, and only look at trustable or what they believe to be the most trustable of all the all the news sources you can get information from, to then feed upon what is World War Three going to be potentially or not potentially? What is the what is the timelines? What is the reality of what's been going on? What are the actual facts here? You know, or or you know, why uh, you know is are the Australian bushfires happening? Is it climate change? Is it not? Where did the money go? Why isn't there money? The government gave them, and they didn't give them money. You know, it, the the misinformation and the firing of information is insane these days, and majority of it I've found is fairly poisoned. You know, you're going to get sick off of it if you continue down it, and it's mind rattling to try to wrap your head around these poisonous. Uh, feeds that you get a hold of, you know, you just can't even make sense of the most of them because they're flip flopping. And then you try to understand maybe some people that jump in on the comments with some facts. No, they're just trolling it out, living there, you know, because they finally got their moment to like just hammer somebody for having an opinion or hammer somebody for this, um, or just call everybody super stupid because they don't get this or that. Anyway, it's an interesting thought that you should be forcibly filtering the things you take in from the the devices you have connected to the internet. You should be proactively trying to survive that in your life. You should be careful about accepting information on the internet. Because I would argue that the way at which we have been presented to us is in order to market to us the appropriate thing that that fits the the, the narrative that the, the information that's being put out there is only little bits of what's required in order to meet the, the, um, the news agenda. And, um, you know, I know this is tinfoil hat stuff, and, and that's fine, and I'm, I'm okay with the fact that that's that crazy. But if, if you don't look at five different things on the Internet and compare and then average it, um, you're, not, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice, right? If you're unsure of the information that's coming to you and you haven't done some sort of averaging across many sources, you've done yourself a disservice. You're not learning anything. You're not of value to society, you know, trying to create a better context around the conversation. You haven't learned anything because doing five is like the minimum, even less than the minimum bar of effort. Do 10, do 15 new sources and see what you get. There'll be common threads, common themes, common things you can grab upon, but then, you know, again, commercial commercially driven, marketing driven information is paid to get you just to be there. So it doesn't even have to be fact checked or real. It's poisoned well, you know, and you're drinking from it. So 
again, if you're trying to figure out in 2020 how you can be modify yourself and be a better person or, you know, make better decisions or be less stressed or, you know, whatever, be more informed, whatever it is you're trying to do that's more productive self stuff that helps you be less noisy in the brain and less frustrated about all the crap. One, maybe just turn off the news. I don't even really think we need it, to be honest. It's just we're fueling the fires that are out there. But two, if you if you require that sort of part of your life to be you know, fed or, or you want to understand and feed from that information a bit and understand it a bit better, make sure you do yourself the service of understanding as much of it as possible from as many different perspectives as possible in order to gain the appropriate perspective on it. And again, dispel with any bias you're going to create as a result of it. Um, yes, have some passion, some conviction in it, you know, but don't develop some sort of stuck bias as a result of, you know, feeding off and finding what you wanted in it. Um, at the end of the day, you know, that's a hard task to do. And I struggle with it myself because, you know, for example, I, I, I just completely dislike Donald Trump and I think he's in a, and, um, you know, a scar on American history and the where, where America is going to end up. Uh, you know, and it's horrid what's happening as a result of just someone like him in power, full stop, um, that I want to believe that he is horrible. Uh, you know, and so anything that says he's horrible is perfect for me, but I immediately dismiss these things because it's not about proving that. It's about making sure I actually understand what's happening in this horrible sense uh, from the best, most, you know, I guess, not neutral position, but the most understood position from the most reasonable amount of information that can be consumed and averaged out, right? Um, I wouldn't spend days on it trying to understand it, but I would spend an hour figuring out what's going on because it's important to me to to know, you know, that we're not all going to get nuked at any point in time. Um, not that I'm fearful of it, but I mean, if that reality exists, you know, I'd rather be prepared for it. I'm a survivor, right, by default. So I'd rather be ready, you know, and have had wrapped my head around the reality where that could exist uh, than to be surprised by it and then, you know, have to deal with that problem. Um, but that's just, you know, how I'm wired, you know, be prepared, understand the world around you. So that's my food for thought. That that's, that's my thing, you know, filter your fucking water, people get your shit together. You know, you can't just go around drinking from anything you want. You know, you can't just go around stealing people's drinks either. You know, this is always, this is a rule. We've known this for a long time. Don't drink from this, the gross stream with the dead bodies in it. And the internet's full of dead bodies. So, you know, don't be doing that. You know, it feels like a no brainer when I say it out loud like that. So good luck. I hope you guys make it. Um, you know, and 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 maybe just maybe you've just figured out that uh, you're potentially able to have a better health, mental health, as a result of not drinking from every well that you uh, find in front of you, and uh, and just taking in, filter it. Uh, that's uh, this uh, first 2020 food for thought. I got uh, interviews lined up or lining up. I got a fair few people interested in the mix. Um, if you know people that you think would be good for this show, send them my way. If you think someone crazy should be interviewed by me, send them my way. If you think someone normal that would make me feel crazy, send them my way. Uh, if you think that I could do a better job of finding interviewees, raise your hand now. Oh, good. Nobody raised their hand. That's fantastic. Thank you. Oh, no. Okay, good. Thank you. Um, that's me. And I thank you all for listening. Have a great day, everybody. And uh, yeah, filter your goddamn water, people. Peace.